Welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It is Chris. And Jordy. And today we are watching uh, one of my favourite films. One of the movies that for me was a real kickstarter in the superhero craze back from 1992. Hey, I was born that year. From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. From the rooftops, the perfect enemy comes to life. I am Catwoman. And the only one who can save this city is a creature of the night. Michael Keaton. What do you want? Danny DeVito. You don't really think you'll win, do you? Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Batman Returns. Yes, Batman Returns. Uh, this is a big one for me, and I think a lot of people will be very surprised that you've been married to me for... Coming up four years, yep. been together for seven, and you are yet to watch a Batman movie prior to this. Yeah. Yeah, see, and that's on me, because I thought you'd seen The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger, which... No, I've seen bits of it. I haven't watched the whole thing. Like, you've shown me the scene of him, like, burning down the building, and it was, like, it was an accident scene, and it didn't actually explode, and so he was, like, pressing the button. You've shown me that many times, but that's all I remember. Which is, yeah... Interesting. Yeah. It's a concern. But yeah, so we, we went back to, when, when you told me that, I went, all right, well, let's let's start. We probably should have started with the 89 Batman, but I thought this one would probably draw you in a little bit more because of Michelle Pfeiffer. And Look. I'm sure you've probably got <laughs> in your notes uh, a, bit, a bit of that. But obviously- She was the only one in the movie, right? Pretty much. Yeah, that's what I thought. And that's I thought that's what would draw you in. So, look, let's get straight into it and start discussing Batman Returns. Yeah, look, this could take a while. It was a long movie. It was a really long movie. It was longer than I thought. I When we put it on, I thought, hey, it goes for 90 minutes because it was you know, early 90s. That was generally how long movies ran for in the 90s was 90 minutes. But it, it was it's so over two hours. Long. So long. Okay, so I have a lot of notes. Okay, okay. Okay, so Cobblepot equals the Penguin, right? Question mark. But I answered my own question because I knew from the uh, the TV show, Gotham, I yep. knew that Cobblepot was a Penguin. So you have seen That's a little bit of Batman then, I guess. Yeah, see, I've watched the TV show. I've watched Gotham. Yeah. I, well, that counts, it's not, right? Not really. But at least you had a backstory there because, yeah, obviously the movie opens with Penguin's parents basically flushing him down the... I'm, I'm getting to that part. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that many notes. All right, let's go. Uh, haha, the duck. Although the poor kitty. That was a bit on. Oh, where he eats. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So they've got the baby He's penguin in, cage. In, a, in a baby cage. And Not he, a cute baby cage, like full on Well, you away. do see, as he reaches through, you see the flipper. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that's supposed to symbolize they're a bit scared of him. They think he's a bit of a monster. And yeah, yeah. he's going to paddock cat and he just grabs it and um, num, num, num. Um, num, num. but the duck <laughs> so my question is yes. why is the duck symbolic with penguin how did i know that that was like penguin symbol how would i have known that where did that prior knowledge come from uh, i'm guessing just from pop culture in general but is there a reason it's a duck because he's a penguin but, I, but honestly, why is it symbolic of the duck i honestly don't know i think that was just the the rubber duck idea that they gave being in the sewer, I guess, was where that came from. Maybe I'm not sure, and that's just I've become got a bit. It's, you have a little bit. It's become a little bit iconic for the penguin just, since this movie, and that's that's reason. sort of the um, I guess the hold that this movie's had on pop culture is it's it's those little things that you've never seen this movie. You've never seen a Batman movie, but you associated that. That's a bit on throwing the pram in the river. Oof. It's a bit oof, full on. It's a monster baby. He's still a baby. 
Michael Keaton. All I could think of was Big Bang Batman and Sheldon, damn you, Keaton. Is that right? Or am I wrong? I'm so wrong, aren't I? It's no, it's damn Wheaton. Because it's Will Wheaton. <laughs> but they do talk about Michael Keaton because he's the they, Batman. They have a discussion about Batman with Adam West, yes. Who's Adam West? Adam West is the original Batman from the 60s. Oh. So and Michael he, he Keaton was, he was, was the Batman in this one? Yes. Okay. But Adam West was in The Big Bang Theory. He had a cameo in that. Yes, I remember that. Party, and they were talking about the Batman. Yeah. All the different okay, people. Okay, so I'm not completely so off track. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, so the penguins get him, so that makes sense. You know, he's a penguin, that's why, you know, penguins. Raised by penguins. Yeah. <laughs> this one is just me being a little bit sassy since we talked about Die Hard and it was a Christmas movie. Is this technically a Christmas movie because it's Christmas time? There has been debate on that. I thought there might have been. Whether yeah. or not this is an actual, again, it's a movie that's set at Christmas time. It has a Christmas Christ- tree. has Christmas themes running throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Is it a Christmas movie? Yeah, that's the big question. Well, it's not a question. It's a Christmas movie. Is it, it takes place at Christmas. Yeah, well, that's true. Like It's Christmas it's- themed. Christmas is a theme throughout the movie. It's a Christmas movie. Thank you for letting me watch a Christmas movie after Christmas. Yeah, true. Good point. The next one, Miss Kyle. Sorry, Selena Kyle. I knew she was Catwoman again from Gotham. So your entire Batman it- knowledge really comes from Gotham. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like I maybe watched, was there animated movies or an animated TV show? There's a lot of animated series. Yeah, see, I might have watched them when I was younger, but yeah, still, the Selena Kyle and like the names, I didn't know until Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, just going back earlier. Yes. The Penguin's Duck Vehicle was originally part of a Gotham Zoo ride oh. that the Penguin transformed into a vehicle. There you Interesting. go. Very interesting. So, so that's, that's where the, it's come that's from. That's the backstory from that. Obviously, like Penguin's home in the movie is Gotham Zoo. Yep. That's where that's that came where. from. Gotcha. Uh, the skulls on the bikes. So his weird henchmen's like bikes with the skulls. They're slightly creepy. You yeah, see, I love them. Yeah. But that's me. I'm a Halloween. You would love nah, them. That, that just, yeah. Yeah, I was Again, like, mm, this is creepy. You can see a lot of the themes in this and a lot of the Tim Burton stuff because obviously Tim Burton was the director of, of this. Of course, and Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He was involved sense. in Nightmare Before Christmas as well, Beetlejuice, you know. Yep, all yeah, of those all creepy those sort of Those pieces. movies that sort of formed my childhood a little bit. Yeah, sort of shows. that's why you liked it so much. Yeah. Why was Batman just sitting in the dark? He's got nothing better to do? I know the scene you're referring to and that's where he's uh, – Sitting there and the, the bat signal shines and it, he's got an intricate series of mirrors on his roof yes. that shines into his study. And he's literally just sitting there. In the dark, waiting yep. for the bat signal. <laughs> quiet night. Sometimes billionaires like to have a quiet night in Geordie. What do you reckon he was thinking about? Hopefully the bat signal shines. I'm fairly bored. It's a really boring answer, Chris. Well, I don't know. I expected more from you. Although you think, yeah, he's a, a billionaire playboy philanthropist. Like you think he'd be out... And this is the thing, I think that's the one incarnation of Bruce Wayne that I really liked the most was probably uh, Christian Bale yeah. in The Dark Knight and Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises because he did showcase when he was Bruce Wayne, mm. he showcased that he real party sh- he boy, he that. played that up, which yeah. is what you know needs to, you know, the light and the dark of that character. So yeah, it's one thing that Michael Keaton maybe doesn't, doesn't. quite get right a lot of the time. Yeah. He's also not a good-looking Batman. Not good-looking at all. In, I think it's his, In what way? So, the issue for me was he doesn't have that defined jawline. 
When I think of Batman, I think hot, chiseled jawline. It's funny you say that because I think about it now and I don't think any of them really have a chiseled... Maybe Val Kilmer in Batman Forever, which is the one after this. But you know what I but mean? Like ben like Affleck because doesn't. It's, it's only the, the animated. It's only really the animated the video game version that has a really, really defined chiseled yeah. jaw. But if you don't have a chiseled jaw, wear a full face mask. I don't need to see that. How's he supposed to talk? He doesn't need to talk. Spider-Man does talk with his full face True, mask True, valid, valid point, valid point. But anyway, a little bit disappointed that there wasn't a chiseled jawline. I think, again, that's just like my childhood coming through. Like, Batman has this hot chiseled jawline. It's not weird. Don't yeah. look at me like I'm a crazy person. No, no, not at all. No, <laughs> no. So, here are my notes I have. The guy running the town must be bad. So, yeah, that's obviously Max Shrek played by uh, Christopher Walken. Do you know Christopher Walken? Surely, as an actor, you recognised Christopher Walken, the main bad guy. No. Surely you looked at him and went, I've seen him and other stuff, because I know you have. Maybe. I was more trying to figure out who Selena Kyle was. So, he was, and this is, for those listening, this is the only way I can explain this to Geordie. He was the dad Mm. in Hairspray. I don't remember watching the full thing. (sighs) (laughs) yeah i remember seeing the red door show but i don't know if that helps me in this situation it doesn't it doesn't anyway Um, let's continue because i'm just gonna get sad otherwise penguin so danny devito he's from matilda the dad from matilda you You recognized an actor and actress in a movie that we've watched well look at you go that's growth i know right i was pretty impressed i was like oh hey i know you you person you were (laughs) <laughs> Which is impressive under all that makeup too. I was actually going to mm, say to you, you. Do you re- did you recognise him from other movies? So I'm glad that yeah, you no, picked, picked up, up on, on that, that one. That's um, cool. Okay, Selena Kyle. So who is she and what other movies is she in and why is she so familiar? Selena Kyle. Yes. Who is she? Why are you looking at me like I'm a crazy person? Because we had this discussion at the start of the podcast. That's why I thought you would like watching this movie. It's Michelle Pfeiffer. Who's that? Grease 2. <gasps> Hot diggity damn, that's who it is. That's been oh killing me deep down inside. God. I'm like, you look so familiar, but you don't 100% How did look you like someone else. not know that? She wasn't in a leather jacket singing Cool Rider. She was in a leather jumpsuit. Mm, she was hot. That's why I liked her so much. Oh if she broke out in Cool Rider in her cat suit, then I would have been like, oh, hey, I know you. <sighs> is this where it finally becomes time for our divorce? Oh, look, it's crossing my mind. <laughs> that makes more sense because it was killing me. I was like, who is this woman? How do that's I know That's why her? we went with Batman Returns because I know you love Michelle Pfeiffer. And that's why... <sighs> you know what? Looking back, it makes sense. But is she like way younger than she's in Grease 2? Or is it no, pretty much the same was, time? No, this was after Grease 2. Oh. This was a few years after Grease 2. So, Grease 2 was, let me just double check, 1982. So, this mm. is 10 years after Grease 2. So, that's why she looks so different. She doesn't look that much different. She looks a little you look bit at, different. If you look at photos of Michelle Pfeiffer now, she doesn't look that much different. Oh, really? She did in Grease 2. Mm. Michelle Pfeiffer. She's always hot. aged well. She's so hot. And is in Ant-Man 3, Quantumania, Ooh. in a couple of weeks' time. Really excited to go see that now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm, okay. I'm also excited to see that. But Moving on. Not just for that reason. Yeah, let's move on. Good idea. Smart move. 
yes, he's a bad guy, so the guy running the town, so pushing her out the window, called it that he was going to be a bad guy. Well, he'd already talked sort of evilly before that, but yeah, yeah. okay. So she got her powers from the cats, literally from them biting her. Yeah, now this is a this is a whole thing. Okay. And because this movie is so loved, that sort of gets sort of overlooked a little bit. People just sort of go, it's oh weird. yeah, it's weird and it happened. Because in other, there was a, a Catwoman movie in yep. the early 2000s starring, starring Halle Berry, which we will never watch. Okay. Bad. Okay. Bad. Really bad. And that's coming from me who loves bad movies. Yeah, that's saying bad. something. And yeah, th- th- it was a... Yeah, it's an interesting choice because normally, yeah. uh, you know, in in the law, she is a cat burglar, yeah, cat woman, that's, yeah, it makes you know, sense, a yeah, master yeah. thief, and all these sorts of things. So, yeah, the, the the powers thing and the being brought back to life by cats, yeah, it, it's weird. Because I mean, with Spider Man, I get that because the spider bites him, but it like bites him with that chemical ra- that he's got, whatever it is. It was a radioactive yeah. spider. Whereas the cats, what do they got? Radioactive milk? I don't know. Is that how, is that how they're like? Oh, let me give you some radioactive milk. But what Sorry, what powers really what powers did it is? What <laughs> powers did it give her though? Apart from bringing her back to life and making her a badass and a little bit cray cray. Like that's her I mean. a lot cray cray. The, the, the cats just seem to have just made. I don't her know. Maybe they, they were just like a defibrillator. They were just like restarting her heart. Maybe by yeah. biting her wrist. I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. How that works, but... Love that scene of her in the window with the, oh, well, oh, hell here in the background in the Catwoman outfit. Mm, that was a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. Mm. Yeah, that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> and back to Mr. Penguin himself. I love his duck ship. And I'm happy that you told me about the duck ship and yeah. how that kind of works. Okay. There hasn't been a lot of Batman for a Batman movie yet. This is true. It doesn't feature... Very heavily, it's, it no. does focus a this lot. This was about on the halfway through. Yeah, and it I'm like, I think I've seen Batman twice. Which look, you, you don't overly notice that. If you hadn't have pointed that out, I wouldn't have gone. Oh yeah, like, I noticed it. Well, there you go. Because I was like, I thought this was a Batman movie. Where's the Batman? Well, you've got to flesh out the villains so that they're not just one note characters, which tends to happen in a lot of Marvel movies. You, That's true. Very true. You know, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, the bad guy, and that was supposed to be this epic villain and. A, became sort of just this one-note villain. You don't want that. You want to flesh them out. That's True. what I think this movie does very well. It does, but then it also has too much villain and not enough Batman. Although if Batman had a chiseled jawline, <laughs> I would have preferred it more. So, I mean, if he's hanging out in the shadows, it's fine. Okay. If you um, say so. <laughs> this movie goes for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is where we, we paused it because something came up and we're like, we'll pause it and we'll come back. I think you we'll- wanted snacks. Possibly. And, and I was, probably needed to pee. And I think at that point, yeah, we were an hour and <laughs> 10 minutes into the movie. I was like, oh, it doesn't, mustn't have long to go. Yep. And then we realized it had another hour to go. And I've literally written it in capital letters. Oh. Two hours. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Apologies. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Mm. Oh, Catwoman. Now that scene, I don't know, have you got anything here about the, the whip cracking scene where she does it to the mannequins and takes the heads off the mannequins. No, but I think that was part of me like being obsessed with her and drooling a little bit. So Michelle Pfeiffer did that and did that in one take. What? There's a back there's a behind the scenes video online. I'll show you after we finish the, the, the episode. It's a it's on YouTube where she it's a yeah behind the scenes video and she just walks up in those heels in the costume and just goes crack, 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 crack and then does the skip and skips off 
set and they all just like the whole stage <laughs> just starts applauding like it's incredible that's phenomenal and i'm not surprised because no, she is she's just, a wonder woman she's just, cool. she's just yeah uh penguin is so gross with the fish and the nose and the ugh. okay so you're referring here to the scene where ugh. they announce he's going to run for mayor and yes. he's eating a raw fish yes and then the, the guy's making fun of him and he bites his nose yeah, yeah. really gross and i think that w- that's the point they're trying to make him gross they're trying to make him Hateable and revolting because you think about it, it is a sad sad backstory. Like, it is not his fault. No, and that's one, I think, thing with Batman villains, especially, they all do tend to have tragic backstories, but this one, especially. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very good. Catwoman, is she good or bad? It's really hard to tell. She crosses a fine line. So, in the books, She's a bit of both. Yeah. She's a villain, but she's also a Bruce Wayne love interest. She's, yeah, she goes backwards and forwards. So that's, and this movie does play with that quite a bit of, she has this sense of morality, but also she's a badass villain at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She wants revenge on the people that have hurt her, but she also, yeah. Yeah. Because I was really confused. Reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Batman and Penguin finally meet. That took about two years of my life. That's why I had to put it in there. I was like, okay, they finally meet after all of this time. I was after the say, entire movie, and they this, finally we're meet. We're about an hour and 20 minutes into the movie at this point too from your notes. Yes. So you're right, it does take quite a bit of time for them to actually come face to face. Yeah, yeah. But that's because Batman's not in the Batman movie. Well, this is true. Anyway, moving on, moving <laughs> Um, I see what she did there, but I don't remember what that was. <laughs> <laughs> nothing? No idea? I got nothing. The next one I've got is, yes, Batman and Catwoman and G. I think I got invested in it. So that would be where they're fighting on the roof and yeah. then they make out. That's sexual tension. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they actually had planned to do a Catwoman solo movie with Michelle Pfeiffer after this. I would watch it. I think a lot of people would have. but um, she And she'd signed on to reprise the role, but then uh, she had a child. And a few other work commitments ruled her out of being able to do it, which is disappointing because I think it would have been – it had potential to be quite good. Would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, how does all Catwoman's hair fit under her mask? It's a lot of hair. I had this thought the other day. I, now, this is slightly <laughs> off topic. I was watching, Where were you when no, you had this thought? Not about Catwoman, but I was watching an episode of The Flash – Yes. On Stan, I was streaming it the other night, just sort of watching a new episode, trying to catch up on. I haven't watched it in about three years. So I was like, oh, I'll watch a new episode and see if it's still any good. Now he's hot. Okay, anyway. And there was a girl that had like, you know, long hair and a ponytail and stuff. Yeah. And then she had like a flash mask on. Yeah. Like the, the skin tight flash. And I was like, even Where from does it like, because it was, it's not like they cut her hair off every time they put the mask on it. Like, no. And it's not like it's a wig, like that's serious. So obviously, there's if there's a costume designer listening to this episode right now, and has the answers on how that works. Yeah. And look, maybe cosplayers, even if there's any big cosplayers out there listening that have a friend, Lisa Tucker, if you know. Yeah, well, Lisa might Lisa know, might but know. she doesn't. But it's not really quite. She doesn't. Yeah. But um, I just want to know how it works because that's a lot of hair. Because that's not like I'm even thinking back to like when we've done Spider Man when we had the bookshop and I was dressing up as Spider Man. Yeah. The fa- I used to have a face shell that would sort of round out the mask. Yep. And even sitting your hair sort of under the front of that was awkward yeah. and frustrating. Because I know at Cryle when we were being like princesses and you had wigs and things, it was almost like you had to like braid it and plait it up. And that's but probably still, what they, that's it's probably, probably it what would they've be, done. Yeah, it's it would be how they do it. Yeah. But in a but real world, a in a real world setting, like if they if these superheroes were 
real and this was really happening, yeah, I don't know how that would work. How it would work. Mm. I couldn't tell you. So this question you've kind of answered already. So where did his duck boat come from? So I'm assuming he stole it from the park. Yeah. It was a a ride at the zoo and he's turned that into, yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this one? I don't know if I am. What? Mistletoe. The mistletoe. Oh, the mistletoe reveal. Like, so obviously, what? when they first have their, they have their first little actual sexual tension. Figure it out. She says, um, "Do we have okay, to start yeah. fighting?" No, no. Well, oh, no I was saying this. how this all came about. Yeah. So they're they're fighting and they're Batman and Catwoman and they're about to make out and there's mistletoe and she says, uh, "Batman says oh, mistletoe something something something." She says, "Yeah, it's even deadlier if you eat it." Yep. And then they're dancing. Yes. And, and they the reverse end. roles with what they say, and that's when they realise. Yep, that that's Wayne who they real, are. and Selena Kyle realise that they are Batman and Catwoman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, it's a good reveal. It it's was done really, really good. Right. and the really looks good. on the looks on their faces are like it's acting one hundred and one. Like it is just an amazing performance from the two of them in that scene. Yeah, no, that was incredible. The train when stealing kids is actually a thing of nightmares, absolute nightmares. Well, it's, it's not the only movie to have done that, but it does do it very well. Yeah. I don't like it. I wanted to go on Hug Alley. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. An actual penguin army, dot, dot, dot. Because I don't know if I thought it was adorable or weird as. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think there's a scene, and you may have a note on this, where Batman's in his bat boat going through the sewers and there's penguins with missiles on their backs. No, I didn't actually write anything about that. And they lean over and they fire the missiles. Yep. It's a bit weird. It's a bit strange, isn't it? It's a bit strange. Yeah. yeah. But I love it. I mean, but it was really cute, weird. but yeah. yeah. Um, Arctic World. Isn't that a little obvious? Like, wouldn't they know that's where he's kind of evil Leo is? I guess so. But I guess it's like, I don't know. I'm thinking Dr. Evil's lairs. Like they but again, know he doesn't really of, have, have a lair. No. Because like, he's, he's running a, for the spot of mayor throughout most of the movie living in that apartment yeah well so, that's true yeah yeah they don't really need to try and find him i guess no but, but they, they used, know where he is speaking of the, the penguins there was real penguins used so 30 african penguins 12 king penguins they also used cgi penguins robots and even men in penguin suit <laughs> which i think can we go back and watch it again to pick out the men well i i think i know a scene that has that and i'll see if you bring it up that is almost it. I've got only got one thing left. Okay, what's what's the other thing? Uh, it's a bit gruesome at the end. Now, this is what I was about to talk about. So, you were talking about Penguin's death scene yeah. or Shrek's death scene or the whole lot? The whole lot. It does get, it does it get fairly really... violent right towards the end. Yeah. And especially when the penguins are like walking the penguin down into the oh, watery... Now, oh. that's the scene I was going to mention. That is clearly... Yeah, people, people in, in them. People in penguin suits. You yeah. can see the way they walk. It's definitely people in penguin suits. Yeah, fair. But yeah, it, it is a very, very violent... look. And look, I guess it's a hard one because now you sort of expect that from comic book movies. You expect that big yeah, well, that's true. battle at the You've end. Got Whereas a- back then, I guess, these Batman movies were the first bridge between a movie like this being for kids yeah. and being for adults. Yeah. So your yeah. MCU stuff now, let's be honest, like they'll all go, oh, it's kids' movies, but no. they, a lot of them are very adult in content. Like you look at, we mentioned the new Ant-Man movie earlier, the, the trailer for that that dropped this week, it looks like it's going to be fairly violent. I'm, yeah, I'm, all, f- I'm all for it. You yeah. know, Doctor Strange was the same, was incredibly violent. They had jump scares, you know, whereas back then it wasn't such a, 
it was they were more kids movies. Superhero movies were more kids movies. So what was this movie rated? From memory, it's PG. Might okay. be might be M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing. Yeah. No, no, no. Like it's not. Yeah. And it's there's nothing in there that's really apart from yeah you know, Shrek's crazy yeah. burnt up body. Yeah. It's a bit in. But dumb. it's very it's a bit more comical than it is. Yeah, really scary, scary. scary. Yeah. But yeah, that's all my notes. That's all your notes. Yep. Okay, that's that's not too bad. I I thought you were going to have more opinions than that. Really? On some stuff. I did. I think I was bored and tired by the end of it. <laughs> it went for 2 hours. <laughs> that's 2 hours of my life I'll never get back. But I did dream about Selena Kyle, so you know. <laughs> uh, well, it did win two Oscars. Uh, Selena oh, sorry, Kyle or the entire uh, movie? Nominated for two Oscars, sorry, didn't win them. It was nominated for Best Makeup and Best Visual Effects, but it didn't win anything. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer did actually also get a nomination, but it was for Favourite Movie Actress at the Kids' Choice Awards that year. Huh, Kids' Choice. Go figure. And kids know what they're talking about. Uh, Is that like those scrawny 14-year-old teenage boys that are like, <laughs> yes, her, she's hot, vote for her. It would have been you when you were 14. So you, in other words, you now, <laughs> yeah, me you now. creeper. Yeah. This movie, look, it's, it's one of those ones that I love and that's why I thought this is a good one to start with. We do have to watch The Dark Knight. Yes. Is that uh, two hours? That's a bit longer. <laughs> but I think that's that's a bit more serious in tone. So I think you might hopefully maybe enjoy that. We all know you, it's not a comedy. Okay. So at least, you know, we don't have to worry about that because you and comedies. Hey, I like comedies that are funny. No, you don't. <laughs> it's been fairly evident from this podcast that you don't generally get comedy all that well. So I don't get you all that well. Well, that too. All right, let's go into it. What would you rate this movie out of five, Jordan? I'm going to give it a two, and that's only for Michelle Pfeiffer. Really? Only a two? If she was not in it, it would have been a solid 0.5. Really? Yep. I thought you would have enjoyed it slightly more than that. I thought you were going to go at least a three. You know what? If it was half an hour less, it would have got a three. But I feel like for a Batman movie to have hardly any Batman in it, it just, yeah. I think it was just too long. Yeah, okay. If it was squished uh, and d- condensed. Let me ask you this. If we hadn't have paused because I needed snacks yeah, and you hadn't have realised how long it had to go, would you? do you think at the end of it you would have realised how long it went for? Yes. It felt long to you, it? Did it felt long. You see, it didn't feel long to me. And I guess that's just because I love it. But and you've probably watched it that many times. Look, and I have, so. Yeah. No, only a two, unfortunately. Okay. And uh, the fateful, fateful question, would you watch a sequel to this movie? If it would have been Michelle Pfeiffer, yes. If Michelle Pfeiffer is in a sequel, maybe. Otherwise, no. Okay, so we've got, depends how we go here. We've got sequels because uh-huh. you've got Batman Forever. Now, Batman Forever had Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Okay, I like Jim Carrey and I like the Riddler character. So that could be one to watch. Maybe I'm just trying to. I think yeah, they had. I'd probably say yes to that. Nicole Kidman was in that as the love interest. She wasn't a cat. Like she wasn't a superhero. She was just like a journalist. But she maybe my a- thing is I don't like the Penguin as a character either. Okay. I think that's a bit of an issue there. Whereas the Riddler, I like. I think. I think, and it pains me to say, I think you would like Batman and Robin, which was the fourth one in this series. Love Robin. So Batman and Robin had uh, Alicia Silverstone uh-huh. as Batgirl. Uh huh. 
yeah. you'd know her if, you, if I showed you a photo, you'd be like, oh, her. Yeah. I'm sure you would. Okay. Maybe. You've seen Clueless? Yes, I love Clueless. Her. Like the main girl? Yes. Oh, I would as, watch that. As Batgirl. Okay. And yeah. it has Uma Thurman, who you won't know. Uma Thurman, I know that name. You, just trying to think what you would have seen her in. Nothing. There's nothing you would have seen her in. But uh, her as Poison Ivy. Oh, see, I love Poison Ivy too. So that yeah. one is, it's, but it's a really bad movie. But you might, I might and it has Arnold that. Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. So he's that really might, ripped kind of guy that's important and people like him. Yes, he's in a movie that's coming up in this podcast called Terminated Two. Is he a wrestler? Day. No, he's a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah, same thing. So, so you would watch potentially <laughs> would watch watch, that. watch a sequel, yeah. maybe, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just the penguin. I don't think I like him. Okay, well, that's as the Riddler. I like him because he's sassy. He has riddles. He does have riddles. You are correct. <laughs> that's that's a good observation, Jordan. <laughs> well done, and it's, it's bite me, Christopher. It, it is, uh, you know, high thinking <laughs> word. Speaking like that, that uh, people tune into this podcast for. Appreciate it. Yeah. Tell you what. All right. We will leave it there and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week. We're going back to comedy next week. Ooh, comedy. Interested to see. This, this one is actually the one we're doing next week, and I won't say what it is just yet, but it is in my top three movies of all time. It's a big call. Uh, it is one of my favourite movies. It's one of my family's favourite movies. My sister loves this movie as well. So if mm. you don't like it, we done. It's, it's going to be very, very interesting. But we will talk to you again next week for a brand new episode of It's About Time You Watch This. Mm.